0: Welcome back to her life energized. Hi, I'm your host Tia, and today we're going to be digging into the fifth and final part of our series, The 5 Pillars of an Energized Life. So, as you would have heard over the last 4 episodes, we've covered the first 4 pillars of how to create an energized life. So, we have looked at mindset, we've looked at movement, nutrition, and then in our last episode, we looked at sleep. So today, we're going to be looking at the fifth and final pillar, and I hope that you're going to get a lot out of this. I dare say you're probably going to be quite surprised by this pillar, but I did think it was necessary to include it because these are the five foundational pillars that underpin that your health and wellness journey. You know, it doesn't matter if you're starting from ground zero, you know, everything's a shambles and you're always, you know, just run down, exhausted, sick, miserable. It doesn't matter if you're starting from there or if you're starting from a really good place. It's important to lay a strong foundation so you can get the most out of the new year, out of your life and out of your health and wellness journey. So... There you go, we're going to be diving into the fifth and final pillar today, and I just wanted to say, if you're a long-time listener of this show, I would absolutely love it if you would take a moment now to pause this episode and just to go leave us a review on whatever your platform of choice is. We would It would mean the world to me, and it helps get my show out there, you know, the Nobody knows this show is worth listening to or any of the amazing benefits that you're getting out of it unless you leave a review. So please, 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 it would mean the world for me. It would help my show to get out there and for people to be able to find it. And yeah, it also helps me know what sort of content to keep creating because yeah, I want to create stuff that is helpful to you, stuff that encourages you and hopefully stuff that will help you get your spark back. Alrighty, let's dive into the episode. Welcome back to Her Life Reenergized. Hi, I'm Tia, exercise physiologist and wellness specialist. Is it time to say goodbye to constantly being exhausted and watching life fly by without you? then this podcast is for you. Twice a week, I bring you simple, practical, and actionable tips to reclaim your energy and life. Get ready to flourish in the life and purpose God has for you. Come, it's time to get your spark back. righty, welcome back to the final part of our five pillars of an energized life. Can you guess what the last pillar is? Well, maybe the head, maybe the title might have given it away, but I don't know. I'm still, I still haven't decided on a title yet. But if it hasn't, the last pillar is spirituality. You might, okay, you might be wondering what is spirituality doing in this? Like, this is five pillars of an energized life. You know, five pillars to underpin your health and wellness journey. Like, what is spirituality doing here? Well, spirituality is your connection to the greater world. It is your connection to the things unseen. So whether or not you're a Christian, almost the vast majority of people in the world and throughout history have been spiritual. They have believed in spirituality because it is a powerful thing. You know, spirituality is important to everybody you know studies have shown that being connected to something greater than yourself you know has enormous implications for your contentment mental health physical health levels of connection and happiness i know it sounds that sounds crazy but it is true and they are finding that it is far more important than we would ever give it credit for so It doesn't matter if you are a Christian, if you are religious, or if you believe in the universe and Mother Nature. It really, from that, like, perspective, it doesn't matter what and who you believe in as much as the fact that you are spiritually connected. As Christians, obviously, as you know, I'm a Christian, and we believe in the one singular God who has the ultimate power and control, yet still chooses to know and love each and every one of us. So as a Christian, you know, we believe in God. We believe that he is the only true God. And that is where we come from. That is where I personally come from. But to get the benefits of spirituality, you don't necessarily have to be a Christian. They are finding that just being spiritual and acknowledging the spiritual part of yourself is actually what is important in the kind of scientific, I guess, context. So, spiritual health. Let's have a talk. So, if you're a Christian, you know, obviously a lot of this is, this this episode, obviously I'm a Christian, this is coming from a Christian perspective, but feel free to take these and pull these and use them for whatever your own religious spiritual beliefs are, because the concepts will still kind of be the same. But Just who I am referring to and what my reference point is will obviously be God and the Bible. And you can, yeah, you can add your own reference points if you're not a Christian. So if you're a Christian, obviously the three best, simplest things you can do are study your Bible, spend time praying, which is, you know, talking to God and meditating on God and what his word says. Yep. I know. That sounds really simple. So essentially... You know, you're wanting, studying the Bible. What does that look like? Well, you want to study your Bible by reading it. Obviously, you can't, if you want to get to know God, you have to spend time talking to him. You know, you can't say, oh, I'm best friends with my neighbor down the street, if you've never talked to them, if you've never spent time with them. So... I mean, that's the quickest and easiest way to repair any relationship or build any relationship is to spend time talking and listening with the person you're trying to build a relationship with. And God is no different. Well, in that capacity. (laughs) He is different in other ways, but you know what I mean. Um, So studying your Bible is when you are reading about what God has said in his word and to be true. So, you know, this could look like a lovely time to do this is in the morning before you, like, start your day, start your day. If you can start your day with these three habits, that is probably the best way. I think that's the best way to start your day. But you can also do it at nighttime and sprinkle them throughout your day. There's lots of options. So, yeah, studying your Bible just means reading it. And ideally, I would recommend You know, picking like a Bible, like a reading plan, it doesn't have to be complicated. You can literally just go, I'm going to read that book. And, you know, you might want to read, say, Ephesians from start to finish. You might want, not at once, you don't have to, don't have to read it all at once. But, you know, like start to actually create some sort of routine about what you're reading. So that could be, you know, reading through a book start to finish, that of the Bible start to finish rather. (laughs) not just any book, Um, you know, that could also look like picking a theme in the Bible and seeing what God says with regards to that theme. So, you know, if you want to learn more about your identity in Christ, you know, you might want to pick the theme of identity and go through the Bible and see what God says about who we are. So, yeah, there's a lot of different options, but I do recommend with studying your Bible that you do have some sort of order and structure to it because it does help. And you know what, if you're really struggling reading your Bible, if it is hard work and, you know, you're, you're just not really kind of coping with it, you know, if you're tired, you're exhausted, you're burnt out, you've got a lot on, my favorite tip is to get an app like the YouVersion Bible app that has a daily Bible verse and start with that. You know what, even if you just read that daily Bible verse every morning, or through whenever in the day, if you can commit to yourself that every single day you're going to read that daily Bible verse and just think about it, that is amazing. That is such a fantastic achievement. So, yeah, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be hard. What's most important is that you're doing it and that you're doing it from a place of wanting to get to know God, not just to a place of kind of resentment or box ticking. The next thing, the next habit that we talked about was spending time in prayer. So spending time in prayer doesn't also, once again, isn't meant to be hard, isn't meant to be complicated. It is simply talking to God. And you know, just talk to him. You wanna obviously, you know, have some level of respect in that you're talking to the God of the universe, you know, you want to remember who God is. But he wants you to be real with him. He wants you to acknowledge that who he is, but he wants you to show what you're feeling, and what you're thinking to him because he can, he knows it anyway. You know, you can, it's very easy to kind of doll up our prayers and like try to make them like, you know, a quote unquote like appropriate. But the thing is God knows what you're thinking and feeling. So if you can kind of go into it from this perspective of going, you know, just being honest with God and sharing with Him what is actually going on in your heart and your mind, that is a much healthier place to kind of come from. And personally, my favorite structure for praying is, I've kind of like taken this from, you know, some of the Jesus's prayers in the New Testament, but I think it's really nice to start with honoring God for who He is. You know, take time to acknowledge that He is God, He created the universe You know, he's king, you know, he's the savior. He died on the cross for us. You know, remind your heart and your mind of those truths when you start. And it makes everything else a lot easier. You know, it makes praying a lot easier because you're reminding yourself who and why and what you're praying to for, you know. So that would be where I would start. And then as you go, you know, pray for the people around you. Pray for your circumstances. Pray for all the different things that are going on in life. But start with reminding yourself who God is because that makes such a big difference. And lastly, meditating on God and what his word says. So I know I touched on this slightly in the mindset, the first episode of this little series, but in the mindset episode, but essentially, meditating on God and who, and on who He is and what His Word says, is it kind of goes back to that last point in praying. You know, it's reminding yourself of who He is and what He says. And so, instead of like having, you know, your to-do lists or negative thoughts or whatever kind of rolling around on your head on repeat, it's making the conscious effort to put God's words on repeat in your head. You know, reminding yourself dwelling on, you know, which means like thinking about kind of like wrestling or chewing on, you know, like that kind of working through what does the Bible say and what is God saying there and trying to understand what it means and just kind of like, yeah, rolling the thoughts over in your head. So and that's a lovely thing, because not only are you focusing on God, which is amazing and beautiful, it also doesn't leave room. For other negative thoughts, like all of those, you know, negative feedback loops that we so often get in our brain, it doesn't leave room for them because you've got God's truth on repeat in your brain instead. So yeah, I think that is like a massively important thing because like I said, if you can't get to know God, you can't improve the health of your relationship with God If you're not spending time with him, you know, if you're not dwelling on him, if you're not thinking about him, like, it's just, it's just how life works. You know, your relationships with other people are no different. So yeah, don't be afraid. Dive in. Don't be intimidated. That's the other thing. Like a lot of people get intimidated and you know, there's no need. God loves you. He cares for you. You know, he wants the absolute best for you which might not always be what we think is best, but he does know what is best in the long-term eternity perspective. So we just have to trust him and, you know, get to know him. It is always, always, always worthwhile. So the final thing to kind of wrap this up is how much of this should we be doing? Well, I feel like I've kind of touched on this earlier, but I really want to spell it out. And it's just to say that this is something we should be practicing daily at a minimum. I know a minimum, that sounds crazy, but you know, practicing it daily, even if that's just reading your daily Bible verse, you know, and thinking about that, you know, just create yourself a routine, set a routine and practice it. You know, I like to have my Bible time in the morning with a cup of tea before I have breakfast. And for me, that's what I like to do. You know, some people I know in different seasons of my life, I used to do it before bed. So I would, you know, have my day and then before I would, I would sit in bed and I would just pour over God's word and pray and think and do all of those things. So yeah, it doesn't, you doesn't really matter when you do it, but don't be afraid to talk to God throughout the day and all the, you know, think about him and kind of come back to that multiple times throughout the day. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I know that as I have spent time with God and as I have, you know, the more I prioritize him, the more I spend time with him, you know, the more I am intentional with it, you know, the more that I end up falling in love with God and the more I enjoy and I love and value my time with him. And I think that to me was one of like the most surprising side effects I guess side effect is the right word, kind of outcomes of spending time with God is that you grow to love it. At the start, it might seem a bit hard and a bit awkward if you haven't done it a lot and if you're not like familiar with it. But I found, and I know many other people have found, you know, as you do it more and more and more, you become more comfortable with him. So kind of like going back to that like friends analogy, You know, the first time you meet someone, even if you get on really well with them, often it's like that little bit awkward, little bit uncomfortable as you're getting to know them. You're kind of figuring out, you know, do we have common interests? Do we not have common interests? Like what's going on here? Who are they? Can we be friends? You know, (laughs) you know how it goes. So yeah, kind of coming from that sort of perspective, you know, when you start to spend time with God or if you kind of are getting back into spending time with God, it can be a little bit you know, I guess, awkward and uncomfortable are probably, like, the right sort of words, but it is worth it, and I just want to encourage you that it is definitely worth it, and the more you do it, the more you will grow to love it, and the the more you'll start to kind of, you know, understand and trust him, and kind of, like, not that you always see his purposes, but, like, you can kind of, like, I guess, like, trusting him is probably the right word you know, things kind of, even though things might blindside you, you know that they're not blindsiding God and things kind of are like a little bit less, I guess, blindsiding a lot of the time, like things you kind of understand where God's coming from, where he's going, you know, every now and again, he does kind of like let you give you an understanding of the direction he's taking things, which is also really cool. You know, he doesn't always do that, but he does kind of like give you a bit of insight as to where he's kind of going with things, you know, like a friend would give you insight, which is, I've found also like very cool and very special because I guess, you know, that you're beginning to know God better and deeper and more closely. And yeah, there is something that's just so beautifully humbling and fulfilling about spending time, you know, connecting with the source of life because God is the source of all life you know and even if you don't believe in god even if you believe in the universe or whatever you've got to acknowledge that spending time with the source of all life is life-giving you know it's it's healing it is encouraging it is strengthening and that is a lovely amazing things so you know regardless with your you know spiritual choices you know spending time with god or is Amazing, and it is so good. And, like, another, like, I guess this is like a little side tip that I'd also really enjoy when I'm spending time with God is spending time in nature. You know, that is like one of the best ways and most satisfying ways to kind of reconnect with your spiritual self. And yeah, I I probably should have said that earlier, but I just didn't want to miss it because it is such an important thing. And it is lovely, like different people connect with different parts of nature. You know, some people really connect with the beach, you know, the mountains, you know, wide open plains, forests, you know, different things work for different people. But, you know, even the research is coming out to say now that, you know, spending time in nature is, you know, one of the best things that you can do for your health and your wellness. So, yeah. I guess the thing is, is, you know, humans need connection with the greater reality. The thing is, is, we as humans were created to be part of something bigger. And as Christians, we believe that is God. And if you aren't a Christian, it is important to acknowledge that we, are, we, are need, we do need to be connected to something bigger than ourselves, even, even if that is, you know, like an organization, an ideology, the universe, whatever that looks like for you. And then, you know, you want to spend time getting to know God. You know, you want to meditate readily on what it says, on what he says, what God says, what his word says. You know, you want to spend time knowing God. So that means looking at reading your Bible, you know, spending time in prayer. And that, you know, that can go for other religions as well, spending time in prayer and in your religious texts. And then reminding yourself that you are part of something bigger. When life feels big and huge and, you know, kind of like impossible, remind yourself that you're part of something bigger. And it helps dramatically. You know, it reminds you that even though today might be terrible or hard or frustrating or whatever the case might be, you are part of something bigger and that is beautiful. You can be encouraged to know that it isn't the be-all and end-all. You know, today isn't the be-all and end-all. And that is good. That is a good thing. That is a truth to remember. So, yeah, I just wanted to encourage you with that today. And I just wanted to remind you that, you know, even though spirituality is often not kind of considered under the health and wellness pillars, it definitely, definitely falls in there. It is a fundamental pillar. You know, it is a foundational piece of creating a life that you love. So yeah, there you go. That is a kind of a wrap-up really of our little series. So I guess in summary, you know, we've, we've looked at mindset and why mindset is important and how to create a good mindset. You know, having a mindset that is open and encouraging and having a positively growth-based mindset will help you find a, passion and enthusiasm for life. It'll help you have, you know, it'll help improve your energy levels because it'll, well, A, having a good mindset is important to energy levels, but B, it also helps underpin all of the other pieces that you will need in order to create help improve your energy and create a life that you love. Secondly, we looked at movement and, you know, remember, all movement matters. You know, start off by picking something that you love, enjoy, you know, something that makes you feel good and then start with like five to ten minutes per day and, you know, be consistent and start to increase as you feel more confident. Thirdly, we looked at nutrition and, you know, you want to fuel your body for success. You know, eating whole foods, eating the rainbow, getting a nice variety of balanced, a nice (laughs) very balanced diet you know, and making sure that you're covering all your bases so your body has the right building block blocks to create the energy that you need. Then, thirdly, no, not thirdly, fourthly, fourthly, we looked at sleep and the importance of sleep and how you need sleep to function, how it improves your quality of life, how it helps your body heal, and it just improves your all your mental energy, mental clarity, all of those good things. So remembering to sleep, And have good quality sleep and sleep for like you know your seven to nine hours a night and then lastly as we looked at today spirituality you know we need to be connected to something greater so spend time knowing god meditating on him and remind yourself that today is not the be all and end all you are part of something bigger so there you go i hope you've really enjoyed this series and, you know, let me know, you know, would you love like to do another series where we kind of do more of a bit of a deep dive into whole different parts? Or do you prefer like the more topical week by week? So, I don't know. Let me know in the Facebook group. I'd love to hear from you. The link is in the show notes. And I'd also come jump over to the Facebook group and tell us what spiritual goals will you be working on this year? How are you gonna improve your relationship with God? And... Is there a particular area that you need help with or is harder for you? We'd love to hear from you and yeah, I hope this has been helpful and I look forward to seeing you next time. Alrighty, bye! See ya!